Hello, hello, hello. Everyone, welcome to Open for Business, our very first episode. It's a live show, and it will be be a podcast afterwards. And this is done by Addressor Marketing Solutions. My name is Christian, and I'm so happy you can all be on this new this new live show with me. Um, the purpose of this is about two years ago, after returning home from my mission, I was working in a gym and. I had plans to decide that I was going to go play college baseball and and do that in Salt Lake. And so I went and worked in a gym. And from working in the gym, I started to not feel so good about going to school and going into um, baseball. And I felt like I should go a different direction with my life. And so business and marketing became something that I developed a passion for and felt that I'd be able to add value to to entrepreneurs in this space. And so after that, I decided to go interview a lot of business owners, a lot of people who are successful that could teach me and mentor me to eventually learn all the things that I know now. And they taught me how I can learn to become better. And so since then, I've been reading a lot. I've been able to do business with different companies and, and with aggressive and we've had some success. And so now we're coming out with this live show and podcast to be able to add more value to entrepreneurs, to be able to talk about marketing, business tactics, business development. And also on this show, we're gonna be able to interview people live. Um, As you can see, we have this virtual set here and I have a PowerPoint. It's really just one note on on my surface. And Eventually, when we have people that we can interview, we'll have a second iPhone right there. And they'll be able to just call in with their cell phone and just do a regular um, selfie video and we'll be able to interview them live. And so I don't know if it can get any more authentic than that with business owners and talking about marketing and things like that. And so we're, we're hoping to add as much authentic, raw value to you so that you can really improve your life and ultimately improve your business and have more success in your life. And so today's show, what I want to talk about is what I want to talk about is this um, the funnel versus the customer decision journey. So I've been digesting and consuming Harvard Business Review. Good plug for them. It's a it's not done by Harvard, I'm pretty sure, but it's these articles that they talk about business. They have a lot of different authors and they submit their work. And so one of the things that they talked about in the book on strategic marketing, Harvard Business Review, is about this phenomenon between the funnel and the customer decision journey. And you can see that I drew a little picture of our, our podcast logo so that you'll be able to see over on the left side there when you go find us on Spotify. So let's talk about the funnel. So many of you probably are familiar with what the funnel is, is the sales funnel. Um, Many people are, they'll find a problem in their life, the consumer is who I'm talking about, the consumer will find a problem, they will have questions or whatever it may, may be that they need to go buy something, okay? And so the funnel teaches the concept that every consumer when they realize that they have a problem and they need to solve it, they'll have a bunch of different brands in their mind 
and over time through research through all these things they'll just start narrowing down eventually till they get to one brand and that one brand is the brand that they buy from right so say you're in the market to go buy a laptop you you know about Dell HP Apple Microsoft and all the other different Lenovo all the different brands out there but as you do research then you narrow it down to just one that's a very old school way of thinking because it doesn't account for what happens after people buy and how that can really help if you understand and have that mindset of what happens after people buy you can therefore get more referrals you can get more business and so let's talk about the the customer decision journey which is a little bit different way to look at how people buy things okay so let's say that you're in the market to buy a laptop and you're starting to consider that okay i'm going to buy a laptop so you start in the consider stage oops and eventually through looking at reviews, looking at Amazon, looking at different pricing, going out and shopping, now you enter this evaluate stage where you're just evaluating what is important to you. Uh, you don't necessarily have a ton of brands, but you're just figuring out what is going to be most important for you. So maybe you're a student and you just need a laptop that can do Microsoft Word, right? So that has a lot of different broad spectrum of laptops, and so you'll start to get more familiar with what you want and work your way through the evaluation stage. Eventually, you'll get down to the buy stage where you figured out through reviews, through research what you want to buy, what's going to best fit your needs. And then you go and buy the product. But after you buy the product, the thing that most businesses don't focus on is how can you create a lifetime bond with the person who's just bought your product. Because usually when people buy a product and it satisfies their needs, they're going to enjoy it. And they're going to share it, and especially in the information age, they can share it everywhere and everyone can hear about you and they can become a brand advocate, which is one of the most powerful ways of marketing. That's where word of mouth comes comes from is their advocates to your business. And they're going to develop that bond and eventually because they have such a good relationship with you, the next time that they need to buy a laptop, they're going to completely skip the consider and evaluate stage and they'll just stick in this little circle cycle right there and keep buying, enjoying, advocating, bonding with you. The next time their laptop breaks, they go back to you and they just go through this cycle over and over and over and become a lifetime customer. That's extremely valuable to know because now you're going to market your product differently. A few facts that you need to know about this is that most marketing budgets are spent on the consider and buy stage. So most most businesses they'll focus on okay, let's get their attention in the consider stage right when they realize that, that they they need to buy something. So they're trying to grab their attention, grab their attention, grab their attention. And then during the buy stage, they spend money on like packaging or maybe they spend money on getting the best shelf space in Walmart or whatever it may be. but they don't spend much money on the evaluate stage which is really the time where the majority of consumers are influenced to make a decision is during the evaluation stage or the education stage could also be what that would be called and then after they buy over 50% of consumers will 
do more research to learn about the product that they just bought. So for example, I bought a Microsoft Surface and I did a ton of research trying to figure out, okay, what is gonna be the best fit for me? Then I show up to Best Buy and I buy the product and I take it home and I, this is a little bit of a meta thing, but, and then I get on my Microsoft Surface and I start researching about my Microsoft Surface and all the things that I can do with my Microsoft Surface. And I'm an extremely satisfied customer and I walk around with my Microsoft Surface everywhere and everyone knows that I take notes on it and I do all these crazy things and every time anyone ever asks me about what it is, I tell them about it and I think that it's a great investment to have. So I'm a huge advocate with Microsoft and their Surfaces. So some best practices after learning all this stuff that you can apply is the first thing is your posting focus ratio on social media. So a lot of people, when they start a business, they make a Facebook page and a website. And when they make a social page, that's like, that's like just a given. If you open a business, everyone decides that they're going to make a Facebook page, but then they don't really post very often and they don't post in a way that's very effective. So for example, every business owner who's ever opened a business will post on Facebook, hey, come buy my blank. We have this offer blank and it's just lacks. It's just an offer. It's always an offer. And eventually your followers, they're not going to be interested in that at all. So this is the percentages that I feel like would be a good balance for you is 70% of your organic posts should be towards educating your consumers. So for example, aggressive, we spend a lot of time and energy to educate our customers, our clients to even before they buy from us, we, we spend the time to educate them on social media, how it works, what the best practices through podcasts, through live shows, through posts on social media, all these different things. We, we spend a lot of time trying to educate and share our opinions on, on marketing. 20% of your organic posts should go, go towards customer reviews, case studies, things that, that the consumer can land on your page and see that, oh, there's other people who have experiences with your product. And the last 10% can just be miscellaneous things. It can be curated content from other sources. It can be offers of discounts. It can be entertaining, funny content that just grabs attention. It can be a favorite thing that I have is company culture videos, which would be, for example, behind the scenes type videos of your business. So if you own a gym and you have a back office, you've got your main gym, everyone's out there working out, but then you have this different culture that's behind the scenes in your, in your, the business side where you have relationships with your employees. You have all these things and people can get to know who you are, not just the gym. They can get to know who you are because really you are the face of the gym, the business that you own. And so the more that people know you, the more that they're gonna trust you and buy from you. They're not buying from your business, they're buying from you. A second thing that you can do is create an advocate program, okay? So an advocate, like I said before, is someone that's going to go and advocate for your business, how I advocate for Microsoft and their Microsoft services. 
So something that you could do is create a system that after someone buys, they either get notifications through email or social media or Google to give a review of your business, or you can have someone call them on the phone and ask them, maybe a manager could call the client and ask them how their experiences was during the sales process. After a little bit of time experiencing the product, you could call them up and ask them how they're doing with the product. You know, it's a good follow-up call and it's a great opportunity to get referrals, of course. And you can also just offer other, come up with different schemes or tactics that you can offer someone who's bought from you that would incentivize them to talk about you and share you with their friends. So creating an advocate program is a huge resource for finding new clients. The last thing that you could do, and there's many, many other things that you could do, but these are some things that I felt would be really helpful, is the third thing is engage in groups and forums that have to do with your industry and your products. So for example, you, you've probably seen and you've probably looked up um, videos on YouTube of product reviews. When I was researching tablets versus Microsoft Surface versus laptop, I was looking up different product reviews on YouTube and YouTube is the number two top search engine in the world. So they have tons and tons of product reviews. And on those product reviews or forums that talk about your business or your products, you should engage in those conversations and become a voice of influence. So for example, if you start seeing comments that are maybe neg negative towards products that you, you sell or your service, then you can come in there and on behalf of your business, speak as a voice of authority to either help out that consumer and fix their problem or enlighten them with some, some knowledge and education so that they can maybe know how to better use their products so that you're always on their mind. And so doing these three um, tactics is going to allow you to hit every stage of the customer evaluation or the customer decision journey. You're, you're able to really build a relationship and bond with all the consumers that will be interested in buying from you. So if you found any of this um, content valuable or you have any questions, you can text me at 541-709-6502 and ask me any questions that you have. We can talk about them and go ahead and like and share and comment this video if you, if you liked what you heard. And another thing is all you business owners, entrepreneurs, talented people, graphic designers, photographers, whatever you may be, reach out to me because I want to get you on this podcast, on this live show, and I want to interview you. And it won't be too long, maybe, maybe 10, 15 minute interview. I want to talk to you, your business. How did you grow in your business? Or even if you are having ideas of starting a business, let's talk and talk through the process, how you can market your company and be able to get leads, get clients and develop your business into something that is going to be successful. 
And so text me 541-709-6502 and we can talk about marketing. This is the Open for Business podcast live show episode one by Aggressive Marketing Solutions. It's been great. I hope you all have a great night and we'll talk to you again later.